Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. Hey, mate. Parse, ¿cómo estás? Por aquí veo que estás entrando. Hola, hola. Hey, talkers, what's up? We are going to be meeting Brian tonight. He's a good friend, and uh, as I've been you know, telling you guys, or in a way what we've been working for the last two months, I believe, is we're trying to bring you more and more experts. And tonight we have Brian, who is what I call a truly global citizen. This guy blew my mind in a way, not only um, for his art, but also for the things that he's been able to achieve through his love and passion. So let's wait for Brian to give us. Brian, you know what? Um, if you want to send me your request that way, um, I can lend you in. Okay, well, let me see if... Okay, here I can invite you. So here it is. Our, our live, and uh, hopefully we're going to have many people join tonight. Hey, my friend. How are you, man? Parece que más. Good to see you. Good to see you. It's same here, same here. Thank you for opening up your quite busy schedule. We know you're always on the studio or planning something new. So it's great to finally be able to connect with you. Uh, why don't you give us a little tour of your studio? So for those who are, you know, meeting you for the first time. Oh my God, Bob, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's a little mess, but, but you can see right now. Let me, give me, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Brian will be back with us. As as you saw, he's going to be tidying up his tattoo studio. And as as I as I can only imagine, as a creative, very high, extremely creative guy, and he himself describes himself again as a um as an anxious creative. So I can only imagine all the things that you have laying around. Okay guys, I'm gonna show you a little part of my studio. Nice. Thank you, mate. Because I'm working on a little, on a little project right now. Let me show you. Switch the camera. This is okay. where the magic of tattooing happens. When I'm tattooing, I'm not tattooing this week because I'm working on a small project, and this is where I paint. It's like wow. It's always this is always a mess. You know, because it's like, I'm not really, really organized, but it's like, I don't know if all artists are like this. I think so. I think so. So, so I'm sorry for the mess, but it's part of my work and it's part of my, how I am, right? Of course. Yeah. No one is expecting you to be tidy, to have like this executive setting where um, everything is going to be in its place. You're an artist and that's the way you work. And it seems to me pretty organized. <laughs> so it's all cool, mate. 
Um, Brian, so why don't we start with a quick intro for those who are, you know, meeting you for the first time. Tell us about who you are. How do you describe yourself? Okay, okay. And it's funny because, you know, after the hard times of the pandemia, it's like we were, I don't know, we used to be tired of the, of the virtual interaction, but now I'm, I'm excited. And at the same time, I'm kind of nervous because I don't know when was the last time I did a, a live interview, but I'm going to try. I'm Brian Sanchez. I'm from Colombia. I'm a tattoo artist, a muralist. I'm a fine artist. And this is what I am. I'm, I love to do art. I love to paint. I love to do things for society. I try to save the world with art. So it's like, that's pretty much what I am. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Save the world through art. And how, do, how about we start with that? Um, my first question here for you is, how do you, how do you get inspired? What moves you? What makes you sensible? I think, I think I'm really, really lucky and I'm really grateful about my life because, you know, I'm, I'm, I do art for a living. So it's like, it's something that no many people can do it. So it's like, it's something that I'm really, really grateful about. And, and what inspired me? I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think that thing is like, something that is really important for me is like do the things that you love that are gonna give you a lot of opportunities in life it's like it's not about doing something for the money or doing something for the fame it's just do whatever you want to do and do for being happy and and that's inspiring me like always trying to do something and challenge myself to create new things and and trying to give something to the world i don't know i, I i'm really happy when people say me like hey Thank you for the thing you're doing. It's inspiring me. So it's like, that's something that is priceless for me. Inspire other people to do art and do something good for the world. Okay. Okay. So you are inspired by inspiring others to do something good for their community. But let's go deeper in that because uh, we are part of why I wanted to interview you is because I want our audience that keep talking to discover you at a deeper level and to discover your art. So, uh, you know, tell us about how nature and your love for, um, in a way, threatened animals inspires you to you just convey a message. Got it, got it. So the, the, the most important thing about my art is like, give a message. Right and and for my advertising background, I'm trying to do a simple message to be easy to understand. So I put focus on I don't know how how we say dangerous extinction species. This is how we say it, right? So it's like always it's trying to give yeah. a simple species message. in. I'm sorry, a species in danger of extinction. Yeah, so it's always trying to to give that warning and, and remind and remind people that that human is is killing everything. So it's like when I put a whale in the middle of the street or a jaguar in the in the middle of that building, it's like, hey, you, you are you this is almost is gonna disappear if you don't take care of that. So it's like so it's trying to give a message through the beautiful image. Trying to not be super hard but 
just saying like, hey, this is beautiful, but remember, if you don't do something, they're gonna disappear and it's gonna be just a painting. So it's like, it's pretty much the way that I'm trying to do my art. It's trying to give a simple message and be more easy to understand to everybody. All right. Parce, hablemos un poquito en español, porque eh, esta parte, eh, como es tan profunda, tan personal, mmm, y también eh, volviendo a recordar el porqué de estos lives que hacemos desde Keep Talking, yo les quiero a ustedes mostrar referentes, y como ya ven, Brian es otro colombiano como nosotros que habla muy bien el inglés, y ahorita les va a contar un poco de lo que ha logrado, lo que ha logrado a nivel internacional con sus... Eh, con una marca personal que tiene para sus tintas y todo este cuento. Ahorita les contamos más, pero quisiera que nos contaras cómo sientes tú que has podido, mmm, digamos, comunicar este mensaje a una comunidad más, más internacional. Okay. Este mensaje de, los, de, de las especies en extinción. Ok. Eh, como, como decía ahorita... Eh... Digamos, lo que, lo, que, lo que me ayuda a mí a simplificar el mensaje es, digamos, como un ejemplo. Eh, en Brasil, la publicidad tiene muy, pocas, muy pocos textos porque el nivel de analfabetismo es muy alto. Entonces, digamos que si hay mucho texto, la gente no va a entender, no entiende los mensajes. Entonces, Brasil se especializó en, digamos, simplificar el mensaje a través de la imagen, que todo fuera más fácil de, de entender. Entonces, digamos que yo adopto un poquito ese principio de de, de que el mensaje sea simple y sea directo. O sea, si vos ves un animal, y digamos que eso lo he construido a través de los años, o sea, que cuando vos ya encontrás, o sea, empecé pintando, un, uno de los principales, de mis principales murales es el mono aullador, que fue una de las primeras, las primeras especies que, que adopté. Ya después empecé con el jaguar, la ballena. Entonces, digamos que cuando ya empezás a encontrarte con otros de mis animales, asumís y entendés que, está en riesgo de extinción, porque digamos eso se ha convertido en, en uno de mis, temas, de mis temas globales. Pero entonces todo lo hago a partir de la construcción del mensaje simple. Cuando se encuentra un animal como, ay, pues madre, estamos acabando con la naturaleza. Sin, sin dar como, digamos, sin polemizar mucho en tener que hacer un animal, eh, digamos, muerto eh, o atacado o sangrando para que se entienda que, que, que está haciendo, que está en riesgo. Entonces, digamos, como simplificar el mensaje desde, digamos, desde lo bonito pues que digamos que de alguna manera es un poco más light y es como lo hace la publicidad, pero de fondo cuando entendés que, que te encontrás con un jaguar mío o con una ballena o con un mono, estamos hablando de muchas especies, sobre todo de fauna vulnerable en Colombia. Got you, got you. But then um, I, do, I do know that you are a guest um, at conferences, at um, all these different events for tattoo artists and also for uh, muralists. So... How do you communicate your message? Is that something that people ask you? Is that something that comes up in your interviews with all, all, all these global brands? I think, I think at the end is because I've been creating my, my, my brand and my signature and like you can see my paintings and they look like my tattoos and they look like my murals. So it's like, it's like everything becoming a package. So it's like everybody's like, okay, we want to know about your tattoos, but Uh, plus that you, we know that you do big murals and plus that you, we know that you do, you do social work. So everything, everything is part of the package. So talking about tattoos gives me the tools to talk about my murals and creating my color theory. I apply 
all my all my work and all my color theory to my tattoos, my murals, my paintings. So it's like everything is about have a signature, having a uh, yeah uh, something that people will remind you for. Got you, got you. So Brian, uh, as you know, Keep Talking is a platform for people to improve their English. And um, I also, you know, I have to throw out this question. Do you feel today that with the English that you have, you've been, of course, you've been able to do it, right? I mean, you, you're a guest at these, all these conferences, but how do you, what would you say to encourage people who are not at a perfect level of English to take a risk to be more daring i think i think right now the most popular language is bad english you know everybody 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 talks like a bad english and when 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 i live in us i try to learn like the proper way to talk and not even the people from there can talk the proper english and and they don't have any right. explanation like hey what this word is pronounced like this and not like that? Like, we don't know, man. English is stupid. So it's like, it's, it's like, it's trying to, it's, as you say, it's taking the risk and don't be embarrassed about how is your pronunciation and how is your English. And, and that's the, the, I think that's the most important thing. It's like, everybody talks a really bad English. Indeed. You can go to France and people will try to speak English. They will, they will communicate with you, but they don't have a pr uh, proper and a perfect English. We don't have either. Even the people from US, they don't have a, a perfect English. So it's like, it's trying to take the risk and you will be able to communicate and you will be able to learn. As, a, as example, the most important thing when I was living there is like the slang. Because you know, when you learn English the first time, it's like, I am Brian and <laughs> I am from, but when you go there, Nobody talks like that. Everybody, everybody have a different, a different way to, to speak. And if you go to Miami, if you go to New York, if you go to LA, everybody has a different way to speak. It's, it's like, like we, we talk uh, Spanish from Colombia. It's different from the Argentinian Spanish or even the Chile, the Spanish, that Chile, I don't know which language they talk. <laughs> but in Mexico, it's exactly <laughs> like that. So it's, it's pretty much, it's pretty much like that, trying to, Communicate yourself. Don't be afraid of trying different things and try to learn. And that that's that's the that's the most easy thing. It's like if you don't feel embarrassed about yourself, you will be able to talk with everybody. Right, and it's a skill, just like painting. Right, I mean, if you had stopped maybe ten years ago because someone told you that your painting sucked, right? then you would never got into the point where you are now. Um, exactly. So I trust, trust in the process uh, and love the process because at the end, uh, it's never going to end, right? You're never, no one is going to give you a graduation diploma saying, here, here's your perfect English. Uh, that's not going to happen. Cool, exactly. mate. So going back to inspiration, who, who do you inspire? Who is your inspiration? Tell us about some artists, some, you know, I have who do you follow? I have something that I really, really, I really encourage people. It's like, it's like my college background because, you know, I have, I have a, 
have a, a fine art uh, background. I started in college, and that gives me a lot, a lot of tools about about inspiration, about reference, about how to explore, how to improve my work. All, also, the interaction with other artists helps a lot. And I don't know, I have two, two, two main reference that I, I use for my work. One is the Impressionism, the, the, the art school in Impressionism, and Expressionism. It's like pretty much like the bot and the perfection and the realistic things. I always say like for realism, you always have the photography, right? So it's like trying to do something, trying to explore and trying to create your own things. So as example, when you see my drips, it's because I'm an analysis person. You know, I, I'm, I'm really, I don't have patience to let a layer dry. So it's like when it's dripping, I paint uh, over that and over that and, and that become in my So, uh, seems like Brian is having a little bit of issue with his internet. Uh, he'll be back in a few seconds. So, now I understand the, um, the format that he paints with or why the drips on his painting. So, he's not able to like wait for it to dry. And that's why he does the way, um, that's why he paints the way he does. Great. Hopefully, he'll be okay. I guess he's going to be joining back in a few seconds and I'll be letting him back. Let's see. Let's see if we can let him back again. Sorry, guys, we have some technical issues and um, but we're having a great time. Mate, sorry, uh, not sure if it was your internet, my internet, but uh, this is going great. Brian, uh, now I can finally understand the dripping, right? Then, then it's, it's because you're not able to wait. You don't like to wait until it, it, it dries. And yeah. that's why it has. And this is what created your amazing technique. Uh, all right, mate. Cool to know. It's, it's funny. It's funny because everybody's like, how you do that? Like, I don't know. It's like when I'm painting a mural, a big mural, like I, I'm afraid of heights. So people say, like, how you do that? Like, I don't know. I don't really know. It's like with my balls in here. <laughs> Do you feel that you enter a state of flow? A what? A state of flow. Do you feel that you enter into like a trance state of flow where like time in a way is, is in a different dimension? Because like when you say, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was it's there. Part of, it's part of the process right now. Like it's like. It's, it's something tricky about this because it's not like, okay, it's going to be, I'm going to use my brush and everything's going to be done. No, it's like, it's like a, a process of doing and doing and redo and redo and like, let me see, I'm, I'm trying to find some of my sketches because it's like, you have to work, you have to explore and you have to do every day, you have to try to do something new and that's going to give you and that's going to help you to improve your work. It's not just, okay, I... I found this style and this is my style and okay, I'm the king of the world. No, because everything's gonna be old. It's like, as as example, in tattoos, like tribals in 90s or Maoris and, and yeah, in 90s too, it's like, 
every, everything is going to be old. Like right now, my style is super trendy, but it's going to be old in a couple of years. So it's like you have to improve, you have to explore, and you have to create new things and to, to be on top. Because if not, you're going you're gonna to disappear. Okay. Okay. And um, talking about that, do you allow yourself time for exploration of that, like improvisation? Do you let yourself go? Is that, is that, do you have a process for that creativity flow? Yeah. When do you enter into it? Yeah. Let me, let me, let me show you a little. It's like the main process of my work, I start with the small things because normally it's more easy to control uh, this size than a big wall right now. So when I, I start with the small things and like a small draw, little bigger, little bigger. So it's like, let me show you. So as example, right now I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a couple of sketches. So this size, so this is super small. So after I go into something bigger, drawing bigger, so with that, I have more control, right? Because my brain knows like, okay, it was like this. So here's going to be, I will have more freedom, but more control at the same time, you know, because I already know and I already draw this. So after that, when I go bigger and bigger, so when I go to the big wall, my brain already knows what is going to happen. So it's, that's pretty much my, my biggest tip, the biggest tip that I can offer to you about my process is like, Small, uh, go bigger and bigger and bigger, and you're gonna control more the thing that you're doing. All right. So, Brian, um, let's talk a little bit about the kind of the alliance that you have or the um, sponsorship that you have with Eternal Inks. Yeah. I was I was quite surprised, and I'm I'm so proud of you, right? And so proud that. Uh, it's a Colombian representing our country for something so beautiful as art. Um, so let's talk about how how did that happen? And that, um, that's something that I think that's my yeah. That's that's the dream come true, right? It's like when you see your name in a bottle, it's like oh my god, I did it! I already did it because it's like, that's worldwide, and it's like. I, as you know, as you say, I'm the first uh, Latin artist who has a signature ink set from the most important ink tattooing company in the world. So they are like the Coca-Cola of the tattooing. And when they right. invite me to do like, hey, we're gonna do a set with you. That was like, they blow my mind, right? And it's like, okay, this is gonna happen. So it's like, that's the, the most important thing in my career It's like having like, as, you, as I say before, when I have my signature and be loyal to the things I was doing, so it's like at the beginning when I talk with when I talk about tattooing, when I start with my style, people say like that's not gonna work. Tattoo has to be realistic or has to be 3D and whatever. And I say, okay, if you don't want my tattoos, if you don't like my tattoos, you don't have to get my tattoos. My tattoos are for the people who like it. So and, and I start with one tattoo like this after two and after three, and people are starting like, hey, this is something interesting. And after that, I have four, five, and every month I have a client. And now I always, I only do my work and I only do my style. And be loyal to that style and to be loyal to those things I was trying to do, not to be 
something correct, but something that was really mine. So that's give me all all the all the goals that I I, I, I dream about before. So now I having my own set is like something that I I I can tell you that I imagined before. So it's not like something that's surprising, but it's something that I I was thinking about, dreaming about, working about, and and it's, it's happened. Amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been you know uh, watching some of the interviews that you've had, and uh, I've I've listened to the story. So I encourage you guys, the audience here, to go and find out more about Brian and uh, these these amazing deal that he's got. And if you guys are are an artist, um, you can in a way find some tips on how he built his career to get to the point where he's at. But of course. Uh, you know, from keep talk from keep talking, we also want to share how important was English and being ready, right? Having enough English to be able to do the negotiations and to be able to do the uh, whole alliance. So tell us about it, please. Yeah, as as as, as I can tell you, and as I, I said before, my English is not perfect, but it's good enough to communicate my ideas and to understand the other people's ideas because. Many times the barrier language can ruin everything. And it's like trying to, trying to explain, trying to study, trying to learn and trying to understand what people are trying to say and, and what you're trying to say. It's like, so it's, my English is not perfect, but it's good enough to explain my ideas. And when I go to, uh, to each city or each region, I always try to understand their, their slang. Right, because everybody everybody has a different slang, and, and as example, people from LA is really hard for me to understand, because they speak super fast, and it's like something that is a lot of words that I can't even barely understand. But normally, people when I was living in Miami, that's the other thing. When you are surrounded by people, by uh, by a lot of Latin people, you get lazy about 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 uh, trying English because you know that you go to the store and people is gonna uh, speak Spanish there. And you will feel embarrassed about not having a good English and the other, and this is a bad thing that happened with Latin people. Sometimes when, you are, when you're trying to improve your English with, with somebody who is from Latin, Latin na native Spanish, I, I don't know how to explain that. Uh, they make they make fun of you, right? It's like they don't help you. They they normally We lost the sound. Not sure why, but I'm not able to hear you. I'm not able to hear what you're saying. Huh. Let's see. Can you hear me now? Huh. Not sure. Guys, um, not sure what's happening. Yeah, sorry. I'm not sure what's happening. He is coming back in. He left the room. Back in. 
hopefully. Okay. So, um, okay, here we are, back again. Your sound, um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's, what was the last thing you heard? You were, talk you, you were talking about uh, people making fun of you, the Latin community, like when you lived in Miami. Yeah, and, and, and it's part of that, and at the same time, you're lazy to, to, to study your English when you're talking with somebody that you know is gonna be more easy to explain your idea in Spanish. So I always encourage people to try to go to English and native people and, and talk and don't feel embarrassed. And that will help you a lot. And people from that community will help you too. Okay, okay. Um, so Brian, what's next for you? What are your big projects for what's left of the year? Or what are you thinking about um, how to contribute to a more beautiful world in the in the years ahead. Right now, right now, my good friend is like I'm doing. I'm working as I told you this little sketches for a big project that you will see. You will see. It's gonna be a surprise for the city. It's gonna be a surprise. So keep in touch about that. So it's, you 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 will see. You will see soon. Really soon. Okay. So Brian, you are becoming. Um, in a way, your art is becoming a tourist attraction. I, I am sure that many people are coming to get your tattoos on their skin, right? And that's, that, that's driving tourism. So how is the city working with you? How are you a partner of the city? Is that, is that something that is happening already? It's like, there is so many, many ways uh, of negotiation. It's like, I have, I have two works. I have my private work that is like commissioning work and the social work. So I always try to, to help community with murals because murals have a really, really positive impact. You know, when people, you can go to a bad neighborhood and you paint and community will come and will help you and will, they will, they feel really, really proud when, when you paint with them, right? They see like, hey, Thank you for, be, for, for being here. And thank you because people yeah. will come to see your murals and the people will see our community. So it's like, for me, it's like the city helps, the private uh, private uh, companies help, like myself, the followers. There is a lot of people who, when I say like, hey, we want to do this. So people say like, hey, I can help you. Like as example, last year, we we bought a, a lot of a lot of food for the people in bad situation about the pandem pandemic pandemic how do you say this in english it's pandemic yeah the pandemic yeah pandemic. The pandemic. See at the end. so so it was really really nice because we put i put one of my paintings in action and many artists say like hey i want to help i want to help so i i assembled my my friends and we make a lot of a lot of profit with that, and that helps us to give a lot of a lot of food for the people. So it's like, I think everybody everybody wants to help, but sometimes people doesn't know how. So it's like if you're doing something and you invite people, and people see that you're doing something, they say, "Hey, maybe I can help." And 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 everybody is gonna be a big snowball, and a lot of people's gonna help. And that's I think that's the most important thing about 
about helping people. It's like, see that everybody can do something. Yeah, I saw, I saw a little bit of the project that you did. I think it was at an island or uh, I, I saw some pictures of homes at the beach. Um, part of your project where you painted some homes uh, uh, on a coastal area, right? Yeah. When is, that, when is that happening again? Are you building that project for having kind of a constant um, work with that? Hey, let's say hi to my friends, Mandinga. They have a really, really nice project in Argentina. Hey, amigos de Mandinga, los quiero mucho. They have something really, really nice about social and, and tattoo art. They help people with scars to cover their scars with, with, with tattoos. And it's something completely free. As example, a breast cancer, they cover everything. So that's super wow. amazing. I'm really, really proud of them. And, and I can't wait to help them next time I'm going to be in Argentina. La próxima vez nos vemos, queridos amigos de Mandinga Tattoo. So, Qué bacano. Y con... Dime. Dale. No, no. Continúa. ¿Qué me decías? Con... ¿Conoces a, a, otra, a otra firma o a otro tatuador aquí en Medellín que hago algo parecido? Eh, no, hay muchos, hay muchos. Estoy seguro, estoy seguro que hay muchísima gente, hay muchísima gente haciendo cosas. Siempre, siempre va a, haber, va a haber gente haciendo cosas y sobre todo en los malos momentos, o sea, cuando a veces nos sentimos decepcionados eh, o cuando estamos bajoneados porque el mundo se nos viene encima con todo eso, siempre va a haber alguien en algún rincón del mundo haciendo algo. Entonces, siempre, digamos, cuando, cuando me desanimo, sobre todo en la, en la situación social y política que vivimos todos los días aquí en cualquier país de Latinoamérica, en general, en el mundo, eh, siempre reconforta saber que en algún rincón del mundo siempre va a haber alguien haciendo cosas. Como mis amigos de Mandinga en Argentina, eh, en Sierra Leona, la gente que protege a los chimpancés, en Estados Unidos, en cualquier parte siempre va a haber alguien intentando hacer algo. Entonces eso digamos que también, también me anima a animar a las personas como, hey, hagamos cosas. Y no es como simplemente véanme haciendo algo bonito, sino, hey, vengan, hagamos, hagamos algo bonito. Entonces esa es como, como mi idea de, de, de invitar a la gente a que hagamos cosas. Amazing. And uh, I believe from Keep Talking, maybe we can help you with that at some point. Because, um, like, if we can help you in a way... Uh, to improve your English, right? We have we have these podcasts and we also have many other things that I'm going to tell you more about because the better English that you have and the more, um, like, if you keep it at a point where you're able to spread the message that you have to the world, then you can, in a way, gather and just bring together a lot of help. Imagine you being the leader of uh, a movement where you invite a lot of artists to do great things for you know, neighborhoods here in maybe poorer areas outside of Medellin and all these things that you can lead from your, um, you know, from your background. Yeah, normally I, I, I don't really, I don't really want to see myself as a leader. I like, I like to, to lead projects and I like to be part of them, but it's like, there is so many leaders and there's so many people who really want to do things. So it's like, for me, it's like, show the people that we can do things together. Like not more having a leader, but having a lot of people will help, a lot of hands. So it's like, it's always like that. When, when, when I go to, to every neighborhood or every community, it's like, hey, 
what can I do here? So, and, and you will see a lot of people who wants to do things and is trying to become a team. Now, I, I'm not a disagree to be a leader, but it's like, there is so many people who want to do things. And it's like more to a teamwork than having a leader and people uh, and follow, follow instructions. That, that, that's, I don't know if I was right. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course, I get, I get what you mean. So um, I also have another question here. Have you ever had any frustrations communicating to international, uh, to international audiences? Have you, like, struggled to communicate your points? At the beginning, yeah. Yeah, my first time in U.S., it was not frustrated, but... No, I think I was conscious that that is part of the process. Yeah, sometimes when you are, it's hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just remember something really funny. And <laughs> this was in France, and I found a book, and I want to buy it, but I forgot to buy it that, that day. So when we, we went back to the place, the, the book's gone. But I didn't know what was the name, and it was super hard for me to communicate what, kind of book I was looking for. So it was like a 40 minutes trying to, to explain, this is the book that I'm looking for. And yeah, I remember that frustration. Yeah, it was, I hate that time. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, where, where can uh, our audience, where can our audience and people who perhaps are gonna listen to this later that are gonna come to Medellin or to Colombia, where can you, uh, where can they find your art? Do you have maybe a blog or a, a website where you have like the map of all your art? Yeah, there is a map. Uh, a couple of months ago, a really good uh, company here made a map of my murals. Uh, it's on my Instagram and I think I'm gonna put on my highlights soon. I, I always forgot to do that, but I'm gonna put it on my highlights and you will find the, the map of my, of my murals really easy. And, and it's really, there are, nearby so it's gonna be easy to make a to trace the the murals and have a touristic map of that okay and uh what do you think is the future of tattoo the future I don't or know. like you know what's what's next what's next for tattoo because it it's it's become a trend now it's becoming a way mainstream right you see more and more people with their tattoos and they're proud and Companies are accepting all of, you know, the expressions of art. What do you think is next for? Next is it's, it's a hard question right now because, yeah, uh, as you say, right now we're in a good position now. People is really open now. It's like all the people are selling it. a couple of years ago. They say, like, I'm not going to get a job. I'm not going to, people's going to hate me. People's going to discriminate me. That doesn't really happen often right now because uh, I tattoo people, like you say, people from other cities, other countries, they come to get my tattoos and they are CEOs of many companies on here. They are really good lawyers, really good uh, doctors. So, so all those prejudgments that people used to have before, they are disappearing now. So it's like right now people, there, there is a really good artist now when, when, when we start, when I started tattooing, I didn't have the technology, I didn't have internet, I, I just 
tattooing through magazine, old magazines, but now with the social media, you can see a lot of good artists. And when you talk with them, they have been tattooing for six months, three months and doing amazing things. The things that all tattoo artists take, took like, I don't know, 10 years to create, they can do it in three months. So it's, I think everybody is better and better about tattooing, about techniques, about technology, about the things that are improving their work. So for me, the skills are so much better. I don't know what's going to be the future of styles, but, but there is a lot of young artists doing a lot of good things. So that's going to become something really amazing for tattoo artists and for young tattoo artists. Okay, mate. Okay. I'm still considering my own tattoo. I don't have one yet. I'm still considering to get a tattoo on my skin. I, I'm in love with nature. And uh, I believe we need to communicate this message a lot stronger, how the, the need to defend nature. And um, I actually live here at a natural reserve that I'm trying to create. It's my family's, and I'm, I'm trying to establish it as a natural reserve. So I'm still uh, figuring out what to, in a way, communicate with my skin and what to remind myself every day that I see it. Uh, Brian, I want to uh, respect your time. Thank you so much. The last thing that I want to say is we have a high school reunion coming up soon. It's going to be yeah. our 20 years. You're right. We're getting a little bit older. <laughs> and uh, I, I just want to ask you if, if we have any of our classmates listening to this later, are you going to bring something to, uh, to a place in auction? Are you, uh, are you thinking of maybe collecting money for, you know, for a cause? Maybe take advantage of this opportunity to collect maybe some money to help a neighborhood or to give out some food? Right now, I don't know. Right now I'm working on, the, on this project. Like this year, I think this year has been more crazy than last year because, I don't know, last year we, we went to completely lockdown and trying to understand what is happening. But now I feel like we are like in, in the middle of nothing. We are in, I, I think we, sometimes I feel that I, we are in pause right now because, you know, we can do things, but not many things. And we can go, go out, but not that, not until midnight or so. I don't know. I don't know, right? Sometimes I feel like I don't know what's happening. For me, this year has been more crazy and harder than last year. So I, every Every year I, I make my schedules and that's a social. Let me show you. Let me show you where's my schedule. <laughs> like a journal schedule. I, so I people buy this yeah. and with this people is helping to, to collect money for the social work that is that are appearing every every year. So right now I don't have a special one. But if people need something, we, we will have the, the, the money to try to help them. So it's like, there is a lot of things to do every day. So right now I don't have one specifically, but definitely we're gonna have. Where, where can we get that agenda? 
the agenda. You can buy this the pl planner. The planner. Instagram. Sorry. <laughs> you can follow on me your Instagram. Send me a direct message and and thank you. Yeah, you will have a really nice agenda. And you are from another country. You can see the beautiful places in Colombia, and and you are helping people. So it's like it's something that people can can use for help and for having a good souvenir. So, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely gonna buy you a planner. Um, looking forward to our meeting uh, by the end of November. Great having you. Thank you so much for opening up some time for us. Y qué bueno volver a verte, mi hermano. Hey, uh, thank you very much for this time. Gracias por ponernos a hablar así en Spanish. Uh, me alegró mucho, me alegró mucho el, el ratico. Y nada, si la gente tiene preguntas o algo, dos minutitos, o si no, ya nos podemos tomar un roncito y seguir trabajando. Gracias, gracias por recordármelo. Y por aquí unos comentarios. Eh, very proud to have your work on their skin, as a comment from Alexa. Ah, And, uh, muchísimas gracias. Uh, muchísimas gracias a todos por compartir este ratito con nosotros y nos vemos en un próximo live. Vamos a ver qué, qué se nos viene. Ok, muchísimas gracias. Do some more, man. Chao, chao. Claro, hermano. Cuídate. Chao. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website.